Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network hot take. If you haven't seen a hot take before, well, it's where a few friends get in a basement, give our thoughts, give our opinions on a TV show, a movie, or a game. Today, it's going to be a game, and that game is Final Fantasy VII Remake. And here to discuss Adrian Lloyd, a.k.a. Age Night Road, as you may know him by. We're doing things a little bit differently today. Obviously, we're not in the basement. I'm in the basement. Age is not in my basement. <laughs> I am not in the basement. I, I figured it was like, you know, if I can't get people like locally and like uh, Trio, my normal co-host to come, uh, he didn't play Final Fantasy VII anyway, so he wouldn't be on it. But I was like, you know what, I might as well just reach out to like some internet pals and do it if I, if this, I have to do it like this anyway. <laughs> that was my it thinking was behind it. I was like, might as well. Ah, opportunity strikes. There you go. Yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, coming on. I'm excited to actually like talk about this. I haven't like seriously like sat down and like had like a conversation with somebody about it other than just listening to people talk about it. Uh, okay, yeah, me neither. I I had like talks about you know certain things, but not like a full discussion. So this will be fun. So we'll start off with no spoilers, and then at a certain point, it's gonna it's gonna get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. we'll we'll talk about the game in a broad sense and i guess if we're well it's, it's gonna be hard to dance around spoilers but i guess if we're gonna go into it we'll give a spoiler warning but age what did you think of final fantasy 7 the remake i thought it was a very solid game um i think the only gripes uh like for like in terms of new players i think it told the story of very well so far and yeah so for, far <laughs> for older players um i think the the only gripe i think people most people will have would be the combat system just because it's very different from what you would have played like what 25 years ago i'm trying to remember 1997 you want yeah, to do 23, the math? <laughs> uh, but yeah um and there was another thing that I, that people could have a gripe with it. uh i can't remember off the top of my the linear linearness of the the game just because it's set up in a way that it's like very rpg like in terms of where you need to go um, right it's especially midgar um yeah. in the original midgar is just you know it's it's the opening it's the first eight hours of the game and you are on pretty much on rails for that entire portion there's not like there's a little bit you can do um, but not too much. And then after Midgar, the game really becomes this huge open world RPG. But um, pretty much they turned that eight hours into a 40 hour game and opened it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like there's there's like small instances where you're going from like different sectors. It's fine. Like there there's there's different areas you can go to. But f like generally like in terms of going on missions and things like that is very linear um but other than that i think the game is actually fantastic in terms of the characters the storytelling um the kind of background stories that people have and kind of the life lessons that you can learn from the game itself uh i think the all of those points hit home very well and i think that 
that they did a really good job in in that department and i think that's what makes final fantasy 7 like a good game in the first place and it it really like hit the nail on the head for me yeah i i agree with everything you said i fucking love this game uh a lot more than i thought i was going to i tweeted out something and i just wanted to read it because i thought it was really really good like just this one part because it's really not a remake it is and it isn't it it Mm. is it is really like so it's a reinventing redefining and reestablishing of what it means to be final fantasy and i think they tried to do that with 15 in a way and in my opinion it failed like a hundred percent uh, but this is just like everyone, like you said, was kind of cautious about the combat and cautious about, I, I would say, the whole thing. You know, Final Fantasy VII is like one of the most critically acclaimed games of all time. It's kind of like, you know, per- perfect in a sense where, like, you know, you wouldn't want it to see it be remade because you don't want to see it botched. That's kind of like, um, I'm not sure if you've ever heard the expression, like, there's people don't want the wizard of oz to be remade because it's just like one of those movies that it came out and it was great then and like if you tried to remake it it would just be bad i just feel like that is kind of the same thing here but it that we were wrong <laughs> it was yeah, so good much. like on every level like the combat at first uh like in the demo uh especially like i didn't understand it so I was kind of like, eh, it's it's good, but like we got I I need more time with it. And once I had more time with it, man, I was fucking about it. Like it it still keeps this it's not the original's combat, but it still keeps this core like okay, like we're we're paying homage to the original, but also like updating it because I, I'm as much as I'd like to play a turn-based Final Fantasy game today or a turn-based RPG, it's not for everyone. Uh, and that definitely limited some of those original Final Fantasies because they were so niche in terms of like what kind of JRPG they are. And they fleshed out the story. Characters like Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge, who are pretty much just there and have a few lines in the beginning, are like totally fleshed out. Totally yeah. fleshed out. And to the point where like they are main characters. They're not just these side avalanche characters that are come and go and they you never see them again. Um yeah, I, I I really think this game is just like really set a new bar for what a remake looks like for any sort of game, but like a bar for what Final Fantasy's forward is going to be. And it's just kind of like your mind kind of goes nuts thinking about it. it's like what are they going to do with the uh the sequels to this or you know like how is that even going to work? Like it's just like whoa. <laughs> it's like we still got maybe like two three more games left because like there's still a lot of final fantasy 7 we haven't touched but the, yeah. in, in in a way we have touched a lot of it because I, again it's not a remake final fantasy 7 remake is a very much a retelling of the original and i think like as you get to the towards the end spoilers like that gets more apparent that it's just like what is actually going on here it's not we're not just retelling final fantasy 7 something else is going on here yeah, I just want to hit back on the point where you had with the Avalanche characters, like mm-hmm. Wedge, Biggs, and, and Jesse. I think, yeah, I was actually very surprised and kind of happy about how in-depth they went with each of them. And I think they'll go in-depth with Biggs more later on. But um, just like even, even some of the side quests have, uh, like, 
it's not a huge spoiler, but like Biggs was involved in that in that respect. Oh um, yeah, I'm not talking about. But uh, it, it, I found it very cool that they did that, and I feel even with Wedge, you kind of learn that life lesson. I will talk about it later, I guess. But like, I, I really like that you can take something from each of those characters. I really do. Um, right. Yeah. Like, and like maybe you don't realize that at first, and I feel like that's like s- some stuff like. You know, of course, as soon as I finished, I was, like, looking shit up <laughs> and, like, seeing what other people were saying. Because for the most part, I, I didn't get spoiled at all for the ending. I think there were, like, there was, like, a moment or two where I got spoiled, but, like, nothing, like, insane that, like, ruined anything for me. I mean, it is kind of hard to spoil the ending. It needs a lot of explanation. I mean, there, you know, you could say, like, one-sentence things that come be like, uh, but, um, yeah, like... Jesse, uh, like I really like Jesse. Uh, I think most people. Yeah, really like I think a lot of people. And yeah. she's just like, like, but she's like that in the original too, though. That's what's really cool. Like, yeah. Did you play the original when it first came out, or no? Not when it first came out. Okay. Uh, I've had it. Um, I've had it uh, on PC like twice because like one of my <laughs> like broke, and then I I do have it on Steam, and I was gonna replay it before i played this but i'm like i didn't have the time yeah i i thought i didn't have the time and i guess with the pandemic i was like we're gonna do this and i did and i was like so happy that i did but uh going going back to what i was saying like jesse is like a flirt in the original she flirts with cloud like very quickly like once she gets uh you know she gets saved in in the reactor and and they just like bump that up to 100 <laughs> and they're just like all right yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go full in on it but like we're also gonna develop her like oh she has a family and like they they live on um you know the plate and like you find out more about her and her mom and her dad and like who she is and like what her dreams and aspirations are whereas before she's literally i flirt with cloud i'm part of avalanche i plant the bomb bye <laughs> like that is jesse in the original but um yeah i had the chance to literally um so I played Final Fantasy VII originally in college. So it was like probably like three or four years ago at this point um, on PC. And I didn't like it. And I'm going to chalk that up because playing Final Fantasy VII on a keyboard and mouse is not the way you want to play it at all. Hmm, even <laughs> in my opinion. What? E- even turn-based, really? I... I- I don't. I didn't like the PC port. I don't know what it was, and I and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy it on PlayStation Four, where I feel like it's probably gonna play better uh, with a controller. And I, I totally. Before I was like Final Fantasy Seven. It's good, but it's um, overrated. Uh, okay. And then I replayed it, and I was like, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like something like resonated with me more that second playthrough. I don't know why. Maybe because like. The remake was coming out and i don't know like my not expectations but i was looking at it a little differently whereas before i was just kind of like playing through it for the first time even though i knew like all the shit about it do you feel um, like you understood it more it could have something to do with it um i i would because say what? not a hundred percent but it definitely has something to do with it because obviously like going in for the first time it's like who the fuck is zach like especially through like most of the game like even like at the end you still like the 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 themes and what's going on in that game is really hard to explain in just text 
Like, some of it doesn't hit you. Or it's just like when Cloud has his little headaches and tremors. Who the mm -hmm. fuck is talking during this? You know? Like, even replaying it, like, I'm like, is that Sephiroth? Is that Zack? Is that himself? Like, it's kind of hard to even, you know, figure out what's going on. But um, that definitely has something to do with it. Just because I didn't maybe not have understand it fully. Yeah. Because I, I would figure, like, you know, if you're if you played it when you were younger the kind of whole thing about even the environment like protecting the planet being yeah. being kind of that relation to protecting the environment in, in our world it kind of doesn't resonate you when when you're younger especially like when you're like a teenager yeah, or something right. like that maybe and and it probably didn't even have a lot of context maybe within i mean it came out you know late 90s early 90s, 2000s yeah. if anyone was playing that like i feel like we're much more eco aware now than we were back then so like exactly. that it paints that whole theme in like a totally different context yeah i found that i found it very interesting that you you found it not like good but overrated in terms of just this what what do you think you found overrated like the story or um not the story per se because i guess it's an old game you have to look at it through a certain lens you can't like compare it to today's games and be like yeah, yeah. it's it's bad because that's not fair um i think the gameplay and one thing i i will knock the original for is the fucking materia system is not well explained at all <laughs> in the original they're just like here you go how do i use this i don't know <laughs> they just like they really don't really tell you how to use all this stuff whereas in the remake one of the great things is the materia system is much better much more explained and everything kind of makes sense they don't really like hold your hand through it like entirely but they're like hey like this is what this stuff does and these are the materials you can use it with have fun like yeah, it, it, it definitely tells you how to use it whereas in the original it's just like what the hell is like death blow and like these rant like there are you know we have I, i'm sure we're gonna see a lot more materia in in the next few games but um there are a lot of materials in the original that just like don't really make sense off off of like just a glance and like like what the hell is this like what does this even do like elemental you don't really elemental like it makes sense but in the original you don't see like fire around somebody's hand or there's no like visual context for, for what it's doing yeah, exactly. You, know, you don't really have it. Um, so that's kind of where I think it's over overrated and, and, and just like, eh, you know, I don't know. The game, I've been hearing about it my entire life. So there's kind of just this like, oh, like Final Fantasy VII is really good. And my first Final Fantasy was ten, so that's kind of my favorite. I feel like most people's first Final Fantasy usually is their favorite. Um, so going in with like that bias, I just I just don't think it lived up to like that. So maybe that is also something. Whereas, you know, Final Fantasy X, an old game, not perfect, but really good, in my opinion. The story, I don't care, like, you know, I don't care about Titus' laugh. Don't, you know, I, I literally, <laughs> like, it bothers me when people make fun of that. Because it, it like, it, it shows its age in a way, but also, like, it just makes sense. Like, that's just the way the scene is. Like, it's supposed to be stupid. <laughs> like, like, I people give that scene a lot of flack. But anyway. There's a lot of weird yeah. things in Final Fantasy VII too, which they kept in the, the original. So I'm glad that they did. Like Walmart's whole thing is just like, thank God, 
Thank God they kept that. That yeah, that was a crazy place when I first got there. I was like, wow, this is insane. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, remember how Cloud crossed us? Yeah, let's turn that up. <laughs> like they really yeah. went all out with it, and like you gotta appreciate that, even if you know, not that I was like super into it before. It's just the funny quirk of the game. And, like, you know, I think part of remastering and remaking a game is kind of keeping that core to it. Like, you can't just take all away that stuff. That's, like, an iconic scene, whether you like it or you don't. It's, like, that Final Fantasy VII, the cross-dressing thing. It's just, like, yeah, oh, okay, you know? Yeah, no, I I think it was fine. There was, I think every thing that they ported over properly i think they poured over everything properly and like what you said with the elemental materia not being visible in, in the original now being visible in this game i feel like they can explore all these options that they wanted to 23 years ago and then just have everything fleshed out and i think maybe that's why the game is so good just because those things that you couldn't really perceive or things that were not that great, they could reevaluate, go through, look over and improve on. Or if uh, things like the, the story that they really couldn't flesh out this certain scene that they could in other ways too, like in terms of like very first bits of, of the game is like Barrett being very strongly against Shinra. Yeah. And, and you can tell through the voice acting and and through the dialogue that he does not like Shinra at all and yeah. he really wants to protect the planet. Yeah. I I feel like he in a way in the original he's he's sort of like stereotyped in a way. He's very like Mr. T like 100%. Mm. And like in the original I think they do a good job of expressing the fact that he hates Shinra cuz you get that pretty quick, but like it transitions I think even more so like his hate for Shinra is like almost to the point where he's blind about it, where he's just like in the game, like Barrett will fucking do anything. And like, that's where I feel like in this game, more so the original you're questioning, like is blowing up the actors really the right thing. We just killed a fuckload of people and yeah. like displaced like all these people on top of the plate. Like is we are eco terrorists to the definition. Like we're not yeah. just like, opposing a, a company like you're killing people and like and like causing like chaos that i wouldn't say is necessarily okay but barrett yeah. is very blind to it and very just like we gotta fucking take down junior no matter what the cost and you know and he just doesn't see it and i think jesse says something about it also in the original she kind of has that that bomb shouldn't have done that. Like, why Why did this happen? But, like, they they take that and, and knock it up to 100. And Jesse is, like, really, like, what happened with this bomb? That should not have happened. Like, all these people died. Like, this isn't okay. And she's dealing with it in her own way. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's what I like about the – I think it's another aspect of the game that I like. It's just that they knew how to – they knew what they wanted to do back then. Right. That they could do now and – like fully flesh out so i'm actually very happy that they did that so i mean we were talking about barrett's voice acting do you think like all the characters are are were voiced well because I, I do i'm pretty much down with 
everybody. I don't think there was anyone who was like, yeah, that was weird. No, I was like, yeah, everyone kind of sounds the way I feel like they should. And I, I, you know, even if I didn't think they should sound like that, I think hearing it enough and I was like, yeah, it's good. I, I really enjoy it. And I think everyone kind of hits their mark. What do you think? Um, so I watch a lot of anime, so like, true. So, uh, <laughs> uh, usually I'm okay with Japanese voice acting and when they dub it, I'm little concerned, but, okay. uh, but for games, usually it's pretty good. And I think, yeah, they did hit the mark pretty much in terms of Cloud's greediness, in terms of uh, Aerith's optimism. And uh, I think, yeah, every character was pretty good. Um, ironically, I think the the most interested character I wanted to, to know about was Rude for some reason. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I wanted to know how his voice would turn out. Um, yeah, because like I actually like it. it. It's funny because the the voice acting we have for Final Fantasy characters, not the original, it's Advent Children and Kingdom Hearts and um, what other games are they in? Like Dissidia, like any any uh, Dirge of Cerberus, uh, like that's where like you first time you're hearing like most of these characters be voice acted. So like Sephiroth and Cloud's voices like are iconic. So, and I, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people like saw like they're redoing the voice cast and everyone was like, what? And I was, even I was like, oh no, <laughs> because like, like, you know, when I hear Vincent Valentine talk, I hear Steve Blum's voice, oh, you know? Okay. And when That's I, and when I hear Cloud talk, I heard Steve Burton's voice. That's the name of his voice actor and Sephiroth, George Newbern. Like you hear those voices and like, they're like, synonymous with them and even like reno to a degree he's voiced by um quentin flynn who does axel and uh raiden in metal gear solid and like and it's just like yeah like i heard it and i was like okay this is what he sounds like and i and i kind of like threw that pre-notion out the window i was like kind of okay with what they were doing and like they were different enough and like reno is like a little bit different to who he is in the original and in advent children Mm-hmm. But like, and I was again like, this is a reinterpretation. We're retelling. This isn't that character, yeah. Too, and that's something you have to keep in mind. And I think Cloud was great, and that was, I guess, one character who I was concerned about because like, Cloud is a lot of different things <laughs> throughout the whole throughout the, yeah. throughout the whole game. He is he's broody and dark, but like he he still like jokes around. Like he's really not what i guess his stereotype is where cloud is just like sad and like dark all the time he's really not like that the whole time and i'm glad they didn't just like make him dark and brooding like he is like he doesn't give a shit but but, like you can kind of tell like points where he does or like he's he's breaking through that stereotype yeah Uh, you can see throughout the game uh, his attitude kind of like breaks down into accepting people more i guess especially tifa and barrett yeah. yeah maybe not you see it at the end towards jesse but i feel like that development is really with those two characters and even with Aerith, who like he doesn't give a shit about at first and like he's like yeah it's a, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna guard you this is my job and then he even kind of like uses that as an excuse as to why he's doing what he's doing he's like i'm your bodyguard right it's like or is it because like there's some like genuine emotion here like maybe it's not super deep yet but like maybe it's because you like somewhat give a shit well i i 
can't explain it because it's like gonna be in kind of in the later stories i get like right i I feel like if we're gonna talk about later final fantasy spoilers we're gonna say it because we're gonna have to talk about it (laughs) yeah but i I think even later in the the future games for final fantasy 7 i think they'll be explained more why cloud is that way right oh yeah well yeah obviously but like uh, I, I I would like to go into it, but I don't. Isaac, you want to want to jump into it? I mean, we've we've been going for like twenty minutes, and we haven't really brushed spoilers. Let's let's jump into spoilers, um, right. and then uh, I guess we'll make our way to the end. But spoilers for Final Fantasy VII. If you haven't played that, you know, twenty three year old game by now, you're about to be spoiled. <laughs> That's fair. Um, <laughs> I'll try to keep it just to this remake game, just just so that you know people can enjoy the rest, but. Um, I think the one thing that was very interesting was like the whispers. Oh and, yeah. Oh yeah. Um and the the whispers kind of like interprets the will of the planet, right? I wouldn't say the is will that, of the planet. Is, I would say uh, let me get some DC level on you because this oh, is how okay. I've been I've been lining it up. Multiverse. I feel like the whispers are a representation of like a prime timeline. Like the I get not the first timeline, but like what is supposed to happen. And they keep that the, whatever timeline it is, they keep things on track. Which is why okay. spoiler alert at the end when Barrett gets stabbed by Sephiroth, that doesn't happen in the original. And everyone's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you know, like when I, when I saw that, I was like, "Whoa, what?" I was like, "This doesn't happen in the original." And then he lives because a whisper either resurrected him or took the blow, as you see it like come out of his body. You don't really know which. I I would like to think that it was like in him and took the blow, and he just you know fell over and got back up. Yeah. But like you know that doesn't happen in the original. He needs to make it to the end for I guess fate to play out. Um, and you see them interfering in all sorts of things. Jesse gets her leg injured so Cloud can go on that mission because he wasn't mm-hmm. going to in this timeline. But that's what happens in the original. So imagine like timeline one, timeline two is trying to veer off course and the whispers are trying to keep it towards, you know, what it's supposed to be. And I can't wait to replay it. And I know you've already started your hard playthrough. I can't wait to like look at look at the whispers actions through that lens because I didn't know what the fuck they were. I actually never really even thought about it. I yeah. kind of thought they were the planet, but I feel like they are something like they're not just the planet. They are like time and space. Yeah. So for me, I was thinking more of the like kind of the will of the planet, how things are supposed to proceed. So it's kind of like linking into how the multiverse like is supposed to be in that prime timeline mm-hmm. where like you they wanted Cloud to go on the mission instead of Jesse. They wanted um uh Arif to take the long route to Marlene so that the Turks would pick her up. So that, you know, Cloud Barrett and Aerith, uh no Cloud Barrett and Tifa would go, would go to go save. Yeah. Yeah. To go like there was all like those whispers all played played out the plan in order to maybe like ideally beat like fight sephiroth because that's what uh, they have to do like yeah and sephiroth is like kind of hard to explain i guess he's another fucking thing so here's my theory 
Okay. I feel I feel like Sephiroth is from the original timeline. I feel like he is he is somebody who's seen him, you know, he's died. And obviously, like, Sephiroth is, like, I don't even know if he's alive in Final Fantasy VII. This is kind of even hard to say. I don't know what the hell Sephiroth is half the time during that game. Because he's dead, but he's not, but he isn't. Like, it's weird. Another thing I was confused about in the original. Because it's really not him through half the game, but it is. Whatever. Anyway. Um, this Sephiroth is from a that original timeline where he loses. And he, because he, he talks to Cloud like he kind of is aware of what's going to happen and especially at the end but like you know at first you kind of feel like oh it's he's seeing sephiroth which i think he is i don't think he's actually there to a degree it's still cloud seeing him but he's seeing him differently because this version of sephiroth has already been through these events so he's seen this play out so he knows what's coming but like maybe sephiroth can change it yeah. Like Sephiroth and the and the Whispers are two different entities trying to get two different things. Like he's not working with them. Like like he's trying to go against fate, but so are, you know, Cloud and Aerith and Tifa and Barrett. Like they're trying to change fate too by the looks of it. And by the end as we destroy these giant representations of fate. So for the Whispers, I think they want to save the planet. I think that's why they directed all the traffic in that way. Right. But I think for Sephiroth, he wants to save the planet by remaking the planet. I think that's the right. main difference. And in terms of Sephiroth's and like as he is as an entity, I think he's part of. It's hard to explain, I guess, but it's like. He's part of the planet, which would kind of make sense if he could experience different timelines in that respect. Right. I mean, he is half, I don't know if he's half Genova, but he's part Genova. So yeah. Geno Genova already kind of, it's hard to even say what Genova is half the time too, regardless of this game. Genova is this like alien calamity that falls to on the Gaia and destroys the Cetrans and like, like, but what is Genova? It's not really explained. Like she's yeah. just this weird, like naked woman with a, with an eyeball boob <laughs> in the original, and like you really don't understand. Like, oh, like is she an alien? Like, is she just look like that? Like, is she was she moving around at one point? Like, you don't really know. And like, obviously, we we fought Genova in the remake, but like, you still don't know anything about her, and that's kind of like that in the original. Like, maybe we're gonna learn more about her, and they're gonna be like, okay, like this is who Genova actually is. But, you know, this is a Final Fantasy game. The plot starts very base, and then it evolves into this, like, you're Three fighting minutes. God, you yeah. know, at the end. And, like, I, you know, I just recently realized that, that every Final Fantasy is like that. You start in the beginning, and the plot is pretty base, you know. A kingdom is getting attacked, and you gotta, you know, repel the invaders or whatever, and it's really base. But then you find out there's, like, another, there's something else at play, and it is, like, a godly, heavenly you know unearthly force and you're fighting like either hell or, or god or, or some form of it at the end and and the original seven is like that to a degree like sephiroth kind of becomes a, a god in in a way but now even more so <laughs> than the original uh, yeah it's true uh oh man that ending was crazy like just yeah. a lot uh just after going through the portal is is kind of crazy but um Another thing I, I kind of liked 
in this game is just the dynamic between uh, Barrett and Marlene. Why are the why are all the kids in this game so fucking cute? I I know, like they're like, like it's weird, but like all the voice actors for the kids are like adorable. Every single one of them. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Betty is so cute. Like and all their little friends and Marlene. I'm like, Marlene, like. I've never seen kids in a video game acted this well. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Like, kids in Skyrim, great example. They're annoying. They're not fun. They're not cute. <laughs> in this game, I just want to go on a little adventure with them. They're fu- they're they're like really well done. Uh, <laughs> and it sounds it's... weird, but like it really it really is like Marlene is played to a fucking T. She's so yeah. cute. I I love it. especially um the part where. Okay, there are two parts. So one is uh, where Tifa sees Marlene as a uh, spirit, ghost. I guess. Yeah, as a ghost. Yeah. And, and then she goes into that cutscene where they're at the Seven Heaven, and then like, uh, she's like so sad uh, when she remembered that Barrett wasn't home yet and was wondering. It's like, oh my god! It's like I'm I, so sad dude, for you. The I cried when Aerith goes to Seventh Heaven to rescue her once the you know once the Turks and Shinra are trying to like the you know collapse the plate and like that whole scene like i just fucking lost it like yeah. i was so dude like marlene like and it's funny because like plot point Aerith and marlene have some sort of connection and i think that is implied in the original but it's not it is not you know nearly as uh what's the word i'm looking for like you don't realize that because it's not told well <laughs> at all yeah um, but they have some sort of like cognition thing like that she knew that she was like like she didn't take all that much convincing. I mean, one Aerith is like a girl and she's sweet and she's nice, so like she obviously has that going for her, but like you can tell there's something else going on there. Um yeah, I I'm not sure how to explain that. Especially I, I think it's just Aerith's ability as as a as a a Cetrin, like as an ancient. I think she just has this and like I guess like think of it as like little kids are like innocent and like maybe they have some sort of like um, intuition for that I guess right like they're not they're not adults so they're still like you know young minds and they're not like not easily influenced but like they're I don't know you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah I, I get what you're saying I can, I can see that oh it makes sense I would yeah it, it kind of makes sense if you think of having children too right yeah even yeah and uh speaking about having children have you heard some of the theories about who those three guys are at the end the harbinger uh they're harbingers right yeah technically um what are they actually called harbingers i forgot maybe not okay but the three the not the big dude the the three little guys so at first it's like oh one is a sword one is a gun one is fists it's Cloud, Tifa, and, and Barrett. Like, to me, that's what I thought. And then somebody was like, no, it's the Advent children. It's Laz, Kadaj, and Yazoo. I was like, what? <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, it kind of makes sense, but I, I don't... You know, like, a lot of Advent children stuff and themes are in here. But mm-hmm. I, I'm, I I don't know if I, like, like yeah, like, I, I could believe it. Like, it makes sense. Like, they are kind of remnants of, of Sephiroth, and, like, they're, like, 
I don't know, beings of the life stream. Like, something's weird is going on with them there, too. But, like, you know, what what does it all mean? <laughs> yeah, Kataj in particular kind of has that relationship with Sephiroth due to the, the the cells that he absorbed. And then, like, oh, we'll behold Sephiroth. Um, but, yeah, I... Ah, damn, Marlene was adorable in this movie. <laughs> that's, that's kind of my main point. Um, and just, uh, I, I posted a picture on Twitter where, like, uh, it was a cutscene. I, I didn't want to spoil it for anyone because I didn't say where it was from or anything, but it was from chapter 14 where Marlene wakes up in Eric's house and goes downstairs and sees that Barrett is going to go and help save Eric. Yeah. And there was this whole little dialogue between them and it's like I am kind of amazed by Marlene because she is she knows what her dad does, right? And she has she has a I don't decent, know. No, she has a decent understanding because uh like in chapter three, she was watching television where like she's seen she saw the reactor blew up and it's like he's like, are, are those people like uh like back in like the planet now and all that stuff and and she's asking all these questions and like Barrett doesn't exactly shy away from them but you know right. he wants I, to also, I also think them. she would be hearing what Barrett is saying because he says shit like that so like she's interpreting it like it's like it's, you know, if you curse in front of your kid or you say things like your kid will probably question like what exactly that means so I think you're right but I think that's where that's coming from too it's like she's hearing Barrett in these meetings with avalanche mm. members and like she kind of is like you know he's probably saying like whatever in whatever context oh like they're returning to the planet like he says it a few times um especially like after the plate drops and like um you know they think jesse jesse biggs and wedge are, are dead and he's like you know they were supposed to return not to return to planet but return to us like he's kind of like he uses that lingo like very often so it, yeah. yeah you're right it makes sense that she would know it but like, I don't know if she knows about Dine. I even in the uh, original, I never got the the inkling that like that she knew what happened to him. I think like in terms of like because like oh, Barrett exists when he's alive, you know, like like I. But maybe we'll we'll see more of that explored in in this one with Dine. I think like all these all the kids in this game are super mature because given that they live in the slums and everything. I guess they kind of have to mature faster. You know? Right. But um, in, in Marlene's case, I think she matures a lot because she, she kind of has to understand what her father does sometimes. Like, she's right. always, he's always away from home and that, like, and she's very sad, but, like, I mean, like, that's, that's what breaks my heart there. Right. Like, it's like she understands, but she doesn't. And then later in life, like, like maybe when she's older, like, she'll she'll like she understood but like she really didn't you know what i'm saying yeah but and and in this case she understood that you know he had to go help Aerith, uh because it like save her and stuff like that and and then it brought got back to the point where she was about to say like i think Aerith is like a good person mind. or nice or something like that or no yeah. she felt she felt like there she was different like, right and that's what i'm saying that, yeah she couldn't pin that she was an ancient or something like that right but, but she, she sensed yeah. this thing and i think that's what that like what i was talking about earlier like they have this sort of connection because she she's an ancient and she's a child 
I wonder if that's why the kids in Sector 5 gravitate towards Earth, too. I didn't think of it like that. Very good point. Very good hmm. point. I didn't look at it like that at all. I just pictured it in the, in, in the terms of Marlene. Yeah, good fucking point. Holy shit. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, because, because like, and again, in the original, we don't have this information about the ancients and the, and the Cetrans. Like, you don't really, you aren't really explained about who they are. And even like Neo Midgar, another point that's like one sentence in the original, and we actually see what Neo Midgar is supposed to look like, like the white city. And it's like, oh, that's what they, what they meant by that. Well, now I have the context, and now I kind of get... Like when President Shinra talks about it in this game, it's like Neo Midgar, and it's like, okay, like what is Neo Midgar? I get like it's like the next evolution of Midgar, but like what does that mean? And then they show it to you, and it's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, it's like this perfect utopia that they want to strive for. Right. Uh, is very interesting. Oh, um. Still, you know what's funny? We haven't talked about like Sephiroth like once. Like we brought him up like I mean, once. We, we could if you want. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Go ahead. I just think it's funny. Because <laughs> there's like so like it's like Sephiroth and Cloud and Tifa. Like you could talk about those people, but like uh, there's like so many other side stuff that just came out and it just found it very interesting. Like for example, um, the Turks. For example, uh, like Rude and Reno, they dropped the plate on sector seven right right and like you you saw in uh if for anyone who watched advent children you saw that they were like still bothered that they were atoning for that along along with yeah yeah but um in, in this game here it's like they do that right off the bat questioning like after that after they do it they're questioning like was that the right thing to do? Yeah. Uh, and that- so- Sung is still pretty cold. Like, he's the leader, and he's, you know, you know, what yeah. Shinra wants kind of thing. Like, the company man. Um, I think we're going to see more of him flesh out, because even in the original, Reno and Brood are pretty fleshed out, but, like, Sung is not really. Uh, and, even, and even Elena gets more screen time than he does. Yeah. So, uh, for Sung, I'm interested in how his how his mindset will be at, in a little while because like right now he seems like super cold and calculated but you so know, you're talking I, about yeah i don't know yeah. like i don't know if they'll explore that more he does or... like gareth you, you know that right yeah yeah but the like kind of like the background for him, I guess, is what I would kind of like to see a bit more. Not, 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 maybe not to the point of like, like Wedge or Jesse or Biggs, but. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Those, those plot points are there, but like, you really want to see it like, okay, like, what is this really? Is, you know, you just kind of want to see it like, is this really how it is or, or am I just perceiving it like that? Yeah, I, I guess I just want to understand him as a person. Like, <laughs> get his mindset. Because, like, right now you see, like, one side of it just because, like, he was so decisive and everything. But That's me for Rufus Shinra. Oh, I really? want to see who Rufus Shinra is. Yeah, because, uh, you know what's you know what's weird? I was, uh, I was only listening to or watching a stream this morning, and I didn't realize it. Rufus Shinra can see the, wi- uh, the whispers. Sang, or Sung cannot. And he's, 
Like he gets there, and and somebody was like, "Well, he does Perry Cloud like thirty times. Like <laughs> he does touch him." I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> um, and yeah, because Rufus Jr. was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like not 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 even just like, "Oh, like this ex-soldier dude," and I'm about to like literally like shit on his face <laughs> with, yeah, with, my, with my fighting and my coins that fight was insane it's, it is nuts it is like i already really like rufus Shinra. i like his character and yeah. like i just like his like his like mannerisms and like i i just like who he is i think he's like just like cool <laughs> um yeah. but like in this it's just like Oh man, he's even cooler than I thought. Look at all these buckles and belts and shit. He's a Tetsuya Nomura <laughs> character if I've ever seen it. He's literally like the definition of a Tetsuya Nomura character. Like he's just got way too many belts and way too many buttons, and his, his like jacket is way too long. <laughs> There's a lot of bagginess going on there, but I'm about it. And he's just like, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, oh, what am I supposed to? Dude. but like I, once he sees the whispers it's kind of like he, i feel like he's thinking like what is going on here and like he's like he's looking at it very surface level when he first gets there at, like and fights cloud but like once he's out of it and he's like what what is this like what is going on like i feel like it's like he has a new perspective on the situation I maybe think, he doesn't understand it but he definitely thinks something weird's going on i think the only people who can see them are the people who are tied into the like fate of the planet type of deal cloud couldn't see them until Aerith touched him so Aerith, so true. that first scene when they first meet it starts with Aerith. Aerith, Aerith is the key to all everyone seeing the whispers or the whispers um <laughs> the whisp the whispers, yeah, um, whispers. <clears throat> she touches cloud and then he sees him at first she gets attacked and he's like what are you doing and and it, uh, you even have that context I, again in the stream I was watching this morning. Um, once they have that fight in outside Seventh Heaven, uh, uh, like Tifa gets touched, Barrett gets touched, Jesse gets touched. None of the other people watching that are seeing Ooh. what they're seeing, and they comment towards it. They were like, "What the hell were they doing? They're just swinging their swords and like shooting, and like nothing's there. Like the people don't see them, so it's yeah. not like other people can see this stuff." And I feel like that's like again, like you got to replay it to like see that. And like e even it's it sounds like you didn't even think about that. I didn't either until I, didn't I heard think somebody, about it. somebody talking about it. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't think I don't think Sung sees them or Rune or Rude or Reno sees them, especially when they're in around the entirety of the Shinra building. You think like, you know, we're seeing them, but like, not everyone else is. Hmm, I thought of it that way. It puts it in a really strange context. I just thought that basically anyone who was tied to like the fate of like the the planet would have would eventually would like see them or see them eventually just because if you have Aerith and then the they tie in Aerith and Cloud after the after their first interaction, mm -hmm. it's like the whispers had plans for Cloud and so that's why they were able to see uh, that's why he was able to see them but you know you could be right it could be designed by touch too i would have to play through and just see it, it's With interesting how complex this game is yeah. and it's and it's we're not even like in the in the halfway point uh and the shit's already getting real like what did you think about the zach stuff
I think for a new player, that's really confusing, to be honest. Yeah, I, I would agree. I feel like that is a very divisive thing. That ending, I, I feel like, is either going to be like, people are about it or they're not. I'm about it. I think it's pretty cool. Um, but it is kind of like, it opens it opens up so many fucking questions as to the truth. Yeah, because <clears throat> I think for a new, like, for people who don't know who Zach is, like, he's just, like, thrown in there, right? Right. But it's, he needed, like, I feel like there needs to be like a line or two from Cloud just to kind of like solidify like who Zach is. They don't have to go into like absurd details, but just to like explain. Well, we're, we're a second away from, you know, I, so the next game I assume is going to start. We're walking to calm. We're going to, Red 13 is going to be playable. Don't worry, guys. He's there. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, and yeah, or I guess the group is going to split up like they do when they when they you know when they first land outside Midgar they split up and then they they get to Calm and that's where Cloud recounts Nibelheim, and I feel like that is going to not a moment where Zach is explained but like we're going to play Nibelheim in like more than it's kind of like in like a Metal Gear Solid Five moment where you play the first mission and then you play it again at the end but like you're playing in it with it with a different context, so we're going to mm. play. Nibelheim as Cloud recounts it as he's pretending to be Zack and he thinks he's Zack. So two soldiers, Sephiroth, whatever. And then we're gonna play through that whole sequence. Like that's gonna be like maybe a chapter or two. Fucking cannot wait. And like mm. and like even Tifa will like even though she was there, she's gonna like not recount things off the bat for whatever reason. I don't really understand why she doesn't either. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> she just like Oh yeah, you were there, Cloud, right? Like, n- like you don't remember the <laughs> the other guy, <laughs> like that was like not masked half the time. Anyway, and there's a picture taken, like whatever. O- always a weird thing I don't really understand. But like we're gonna play through that whole sequence as Cloud recalls it at that point, and then we're gonna play it again, but as Zach at the end, when we actually see what happens, when we realize, oh, Cloud's there, but he's this Shinra grunt, and like. Zack is like almost killed and you're almost killed and Tifa's almost killed and you get hauled off by Hojo and you, you know, Sephiroth is killed by Cloud there. And like, we're going to see the whole scene where he stabs him with uh, the Buster sword and, and then he gets lifted up by Masamune. It's going to be fucking great. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I I really think like they're going to keep that stuff to a T and, and the question is like, what are they going to change? Um, because I don't personally, I don't think Zach is alive in this timeline. I feel like we are seeing another timeline be created by Zach not dying. And we're just seeing like, you know, a representation of that as they pass him at the end. Yeah. I think they'll keep it the same again. Mm -hmm. They're just going to like, they're going to flesh out that particular segment. Right. Because like that, that's what they've done throughout. And I think. They just should keep doing that. It, it's perfect that way. If there's like one or two things that they add in to clarify things, is it sure go for it? But um, did you play Crisis Core? I I don't remember. So it was on not. PSP. Okay, yeah, no. Yeah. So, like some of those scenes, like when when Zach is like all the Shinra people like are just like loading up and ready to fuck him up. That is like straight out of Crisis Core. Uh, like they are really bringing in advent children and crisis core like into the canon i cannot wait 
I dir- did you play Dirge of Sabres? Oh, I really wanted to, but I did not. Dude, I loved it, and but like a lot of people don't like it. <laughs> and um, Vincent Valentine is another person. I'm like, he is an optional character in the original, but his story is super vital and integral to everything that's going on. He's a fucking like. Not even talking about the, him being imbued with chaos by Hojo, but, like, Lucrezia, him knowing all that stuff. Like, he knows who Hojo is and that Lucrezia, like, birthed Sephiroth and he's half of Hojo and uh, Genova. And, like, he knows all about this shit. And it's just, like, how, he is not an optional character by any means <laughs> now. Like, how, I, ca- how can you just mi- – like, they're not. He's definitely going to be integral, but, like, I'm, I cannot wait to see if they're going to bring in themes from Dirge of Cerberus because they explore a lot of that stuff in that game. Yeah, I, I, I was actually wondering that recently just because we haven't seen Sid. We haven't seen Vincent. Like, and we, like I'm wondering if – how they're going to because i i don't think they're going to make optional characters right that I, is I, totally not going to happen <laughs> i like i think because it's interesting because like you you didn't have to play yuffie or vincent i think in yeah they're they're too optional yeah so yeah but i i feel like they're going to utilize every single character to some degree i'm just wondering how they're going to do it i mean i think yuffie's uh seeds are already being sown they have talked about wutai so much yeah so much and in the original there's no reference to oh avalanche is like a wutai cell or or you know they're like it's it sounds like shinra is like brewing up another war between them and wutai and i feel like that is going to like that that is keying up yuffie and like how she enters because in, in the original it's like you like randomly fight her in the in the forest and you, there's like an exchange and like she joins it's really weird <laughs> but that, that's how she comes along i was like i don't it's definitely not gonna happen like that vincent will probably happen the same way you'll find him in the coffin in in the shinra mansion in nibelheim <laughs> like a vampire <laughs> and you'll that'll be weird but you know cool but like i feel like you feel like you can redo it however you want but like she'll enter the story at a, at a scripted point but I've they did establish Wutai though, which is I think huge. It, it'll it, yeah, it'll be essential for introducing Yuffie. I think you're right about that. Um, I wonder if Wedge will play a part in that because like he was very familiar with like like because when Wutai came in that first time in chapter four, I think it was. No, that's not Wutai. That's Avalanche. That is the actual avalanche. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. That is like the the, that's that's also cool context though because like you always got that vibe that like Barrett's crew was like a like not the you know they weren't just avalanche like they're just like a few people in avalanche and like oh like now we're actually seeing like avalanche like they're organized they're like definitely more like military than than like they're not like just rebels like fighting against shinra like in the shadows like they seem to be a little bit more organized than barrett's group which is really cool um but i mean i i feel like maybe avalanche teams up with wutai you know Mm. maybe they are i think maybe you are onto something maybe maybe that is a a, a plot point that's going to be introduced because maybe wutai gets starts getting attacked and then they realize 
they think we're us. Why don't we team up? Like maybe they're gonna they're gonna create this whole new plot thread with that. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, we know. But yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely because like again, it comes down to. It's interesting because I think we have like well, how many extras? One, two, three, four. Well, let's say let's say they add four more for the next episode, like next game. Okay. And then they have. To, I also, I'm wondering how they're going to expand the equipment. Now that I think about it. Right. I have a lot of questions. Is your, is your equipment going to carry over? Is your material going to carry over? I have like so many questions about how they're going to do this. Because that's what I'm saying. I think before we went live, I was talking about the enemy materia. Are they gonna like unlock more abilities like as you go here? Like how how's this all gonna work? Yeah. Like that... and level cap is fifty. Like are they just gonna like like what's it all mean? It's it's interesting. It's it's really interesting. Like this is like I remember when they first announced this was gonna be an episodic game, and everyone was like, oh, because we all fought a telltale. That's all. That's the only context of the episodic <laughs> genre we had. Um. But they're, I, like, I redefining a, what that means. Well, I've heard... When I heard episodic, I, I thought Life is Strange. Right, yeah. Life is Strange, but... And I, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, <laughs> when, I, when I first heard it, too. But, no, we got a fully fleshed out 40-plus hour game. And I was like, no, I'm totally about this. Now. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, did you, did you think it was going to be, like, really short? And then... I you... thought it was... Yeah, in a way. Not I, I, I don't think we had the like they weren't talking like, oh, like we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna be like a forty to fifty hour episode each thing. Like just the way they announced it was like that's what I had the context for, what it what it means to be episodic is Telltale and Life is Strange and like those kind of games. And I was just like What? How are we gonna do that? <laughs> this is a pretty big game. Like how are we gonna split this up like that? Yeah. But like I still don't know how they're gonna do it. It's but like yeah, there's a lot of uh, questions. For but, me, I, th- I, I, th- I think they're just gonna increase the level of the weapons. Maybe, uh, maybe give like, because tw- I think they're gonna go maybe three, four games. So I think yeah, I think that seems right. I think they'll increase the levels maybe by twenty five if anything, but. I think the health pools are generally good the way they are now, but you never know. Yeah, it's it's hard. No one's ever done anything like this before. I mean, I guess we can put it in the context of an MMO, raising the level cap, but, like, is this the same thing? It'd be like a, this would be the base game in that case, I guess. Yeah, and, and it's, 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 hard to, it's hard to, like, put in that context because it's not like that. Like, and we're not dealing with other players, too. It's just you and... Yeah, <laughs> the AI. Because I can see them adding like more weapons with like the same materia slots and just like, and even expanding upon materia, introducing yeah, new materia with each game. But like you're also carrying over your old materia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I don't see anything else because there's a lot of skills that you have access to right now. I'm trying to think right. of all the other ones that we don't, but. Or maybe Yuffie steals your materia and you have to start, start from scratch. Oh, that suck. I mean, she, she does that in the original yeah, a few times. So, like, you get it back, but, like, she does steal your stuff. That would actually be really interesting for that whole Wu... Because Wu Tai, Yuffie... I love how, like, not off track we are, but <laughs> how we're just, like, totally out there. But 
you know, Yuffie steals your material. I wonder if they're going to do Wu Tai's, like, when, when we get to that part, when we go to Wu Tai, uh, is she going to, like, steal your materia and, like, you're not going to have any materia for that whole part? Like, it'll be kind of cool. But, like, we'll have such high-level materia at that point, too, whenever that happens. And it's it's definitely, like, a halfway point in the game. It's not, like, early. That would make for an interesting hard mode. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would. But, yeah, I, I don't know. One Before we kind of wrap up... Um, I want to talk about Sephiroth because we have not talked about Sephiroth. Okay, we can talk Claude um, and Sephiroth. What did you think? I mean, like, even, like, the final few battles, like, Genova and, I mean, we talked a little bit about Rufus. We don't have to go back to it. But, like, Ru- uh, Genova and Sephiroth and, I guess, the the Harbinger. Like, what did you think of those boss fights? Genova? Um, Genova, I think, was, like... A- like in terms of story wise or just like the fights in general? Both. Okay. So uh the Genova fight was actually pretty cool. It was easier. It was easy, but like Yeah. It, it was like kind I mean, of knowing what's easy. coming ahead, having that insight, who cares that it was easy? Because yeah. the next few boss battles are pretty hard. <laughs> uh, it was and then when you get to the Harbingers, it's like, oh no. And I didn't really like those fights too. It was, it was a lot crazier, I guess, because like you're, it feels like you're like thrust into this chaotic realm of where right, you have to like fight. Right these when things, you think the game is gonna end, you got like a yeah. little bit more to go, and you're just yeah. like, oh and no, like, Oof. I just want to finish. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah. I just want to see what happens. Like what's going on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because I thought it was purely going to be cutscene. I thought I literally thought when they stepped through the portal, that's like where the game was going to right. Like stop there, but like, oh, you're get thrust in this thing, and then you have to fight these three harbingers, and there's like they hit like trucks. And yeah, you have they to be do. Super careful about it. Um, but like, uh, like that that counter move that Cloud has has saved me more times than I care. I, ha- I haven't really used it yet. Countermeasure or parry. Use- uh, what was it called? I think it was called Counter Strike. Yeah, because there's one parry is like a counter, but that's a materia, and then clouds. Is it Twin Stinger that has it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that one. <clears throat> so like, I picked that up at chapter seventeen for with at, like while doing Hojo's weird test thing. Um, that is a vital skill to use especially in hard mode um so i use that a lot to like just counter a lot of the harbinger damage and even sephiroth damage and sephiroth fight itself what a fight it was didn't expect it and i was like oh no like we're fighting sephiroth now (laughs) the one yeah like the 1v1 and i'm like oh this is advent children flashbacks all over again right that's exactly what i thought it was really cool, uh, but then I'm like, oh, I almost died like three times. I'm like, oh, I gotta be careful with that. But then I'm like, we had uh, Aerith and Barrett come in. I'm like, oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank Lord. Oh, so guess what I found out? Affinity affects who comes in first. Oh, really? It's not scripted. Yes. So for me, Tifa and then Barrett and then Aerith and Red 13 come in. Oh, so for me, it was Aerith and then Barrett. I thought it was. 
I thought it was designed that way. No, I thought it was too. <laughs> so like, and I love like sort of off topic. We'll we'll jump back to Sephiroth real quick. The affinity system in this game is really cool. There are a lot of decisions like we didn't talk about like the dress in in Walmart, but that's like a very obvious example of like your your choice is affecting things down the road and like what you're doing and like how many side quests you're doing and you know that sort of stuff. But like. There's a scene where Cloud goes outside of Aerith's house to talk to somebody. It can be Tifa, Aerith, or Barrett. Who did you have that scene with? Like when you you get to you get to so Aerith is at Shinra HQ, and this is that night before, and you walk outside and you have a scene with somebody. Mine was with Tifa. What chapter was this? Fourteen, probably. Maybe fifteen. Oh, so you're at Shinra HQ? No, you're at Aerith's house. You're at Aerith's house? You just got back there from everything that's happened, and you're kind of gearing up to go save her. I don't think that's the plan yet, but it leads up to that. So Wedge and Marlene are there, and you're just resting for the night before you take off. Oh, what cutscene do I have? I feel Tifa was very... Tifa, like, cries in it. Yeah, I and, like, with... he embraces her for, like, the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was with Tifa. Okay. You can have it with Barrett, or you can see a vision of Aerith. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah, so mine was with Tifa. It's very, like, see, this game is so complex. <laughs> so how... But you had different... Does that determine who comes in? Or not that scene, but the affinity system affects who's coming in. I guess decisions you made in the game, whether it's side quests or I guess how you answer certain prompts and stuff. I think that all affects the affinity system and who is coming into the battle at the end. Um, That's very interesting. mm -hmm. So I get better affinity for Barrett than I don't know. I think you just don't do side quests. I think that's what it is. I think if you do a lot of those side quests with Tifa, it bumps it up. Um, Also, Uh, who you go up to after Don Corneo and you fall in, who you go up to is, that's in the original. That's an affinity choice. But, like, if you talk to Tifa, like, you get, like, a bunch of points for that. I talk to Tifa. Yeah. That's weird, man. Because, like, (laughs) oh, I kind of want to see those other scenes because... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I did most of my side, like I did every quest. Uh, yeah, I did too. Um, like Aerith was going to get that dress. I don't know, Carolina wants it. Yeah, I I literally did all the the sub achievements, and I went back just to do all the quests so that she could have that dress again. Like I, I was <laughs> yeah, with hard mode, I'm like, oh, I I can't do quests. <laughs> I got to get the different dress. <laughs> uh. But yeah, um, uh, I don't know. That's super weird. Because for me, it was Aerith and Barrett, and then Tifa and Red 13 come in. Yeah, for me, it was Tifa, then Barrett, then Aerith and Red 13. Huh. Yeah. That is Interesting, right? Crazy. Yeah. Huh. I wonder, I wonder how that works, but yeah. I wonder I'll, what I'll else we don't know. <laughs> what do I not know? <laughs> That's very interesting. I'm blowing your mind over here. <laughs> yeah, because like, uh, there's what decision path leads to that? Because I don't know. I really don't like know it enough. But I just know like 
doing quests affects it. Um, obviously, like picking um, what I was talking about when you fall into the sewer with Don Corneo, that is something to do with it. Okay. Um, I know the dress choice is obvious, um, you know, with Tifa, at least, you know, her sporty or or her uh, exotic. Which one did you do? I did the, the sporty one. I did exotic first. Okay. I like the, the that one, though, the sporty one the most. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all good. I think I went with mature in the end. I think I looked best on her, but yeah. But anyway, Sephiroth, that whole fight Sephiroth. was sick. The like, like I one wing angel theme, like hearing it. But you know what? What I actually liked about this, and I didn't think it was like blowing the load too early. We don't fight Sephiroth as a human being in the original. You just don't. You know, you don't fight him like that. Like, when you fight him at the end of the game, he's this fucking, like, you know, god monster thing. <laughs> yeah. So, but I thought that was kind of cool. I think... I, th- I, I think I kind of like that fight just because it it humanizes him to some extent. Right. But... It's hard to explain, I guess, but... Because he is very... How he's described by other people is very human, but he's, like, you know, the best of the best. But, like, as you just go on and on and you find more stuff about him, like, he just starts becoming inhuman. Not that it's a bad thing, but, like, he definitely becomes, like, this this higher power. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's not really a human anymore. And, like, it's probably going to go that way, too, as, like, as we as we get farther, but, like... You know, now you're just fighting him as he normally is, and like, there's no weird gimmicks. Like, he, it's not like he, like, even in that fight, it's not like he, like, just starts morphing into some like monster. You fight him just as, as is. Yeah. Uh, and and like, you know, that's one thing I, I like about Genova too. Like, I mean, like they kind of fuse together, but like Genova is a monster, and like you never fight her as a human, but like she's never really described as like just a regular person anyway. Yeah. Oh, that Genova theme, dude. So good. <laughs> so good. When that came on in that third phase, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I was just, and I was like, I was like playing as Tifa a lot during that fight. And I was just like, I was like just making, like elongating that fight just so I could listen to, to the music. It was so mm. good. One thing we haven't talked about the music in this game. Holy shit. There are like seven versions of the battle theme. Like, there are probably more. I don't know. But like, <laughs> all the music is just so good. Yeah. Every uh, I, track. I looked for the soundtrack and it's coming out uh this month later. On Spotify? Just, uh, too, I hope. Well the one I found was like a seven disc set. Oh my god. Yeah, they have to be releasing it digitally. Because like uh, they re- every Final Fantasy is on Spotify and that's like recently. And yeah. I was like, yes. And someone like, released it on YouTube too, so it's like Right, like you can listen to it on YouTube, but like you don't know like every track, you know. Because like, oh, what they, are the names of all the, <laughs> the seven variations no, of the battle? They actually, they actually did. Uh, really? You might have yeah, it to me. It was like uh, I had disc four because it had the the gym theme in there. I love that one. Yeah, when they're when you're actually like working out or yeah. like, doing the mini, mini game. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but yeah, so that's yeah, fantastic, it, dude. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I really want the soundtrack for sure. I I don't yeah. care if I I don't get the collector's edition as long as I get it. Did you did you get the collector's edition of the game? 
I got the deluxe. Okay, version. so I I I got the one from Square that was like three hundred and thirty dollars, where you got Cloud on the Hardy Daytona. I, and, uh, I was yeah, I was debating it, but well like... worth it. <laughs> well worth it. Once okay. I got it, I was like, oh, so worth it. Plus, um, what made it even better was like Cyberpunk was coming out around now originally, mm-hmm. and that would have been like back to back like collector's editions of uh, like a lot of money but now it's not uh, so like, it feels bad <laughs> i tried so hard to get that side of one but anyway. yeah i got them both <laughs> oh lucky you man uh i really love the statue of North. anyway um but yeah sephiroth one bad dude but i feel like he's an entity that's just cannot be explained i kind of like that right he's so up there out there that like we've seen a lot of him which wasn't in the original like he's he's kind of appeared a lot and said not he hasn't said a lot he likes to smile but um we yeah. still don't really know what the fuck is going on with him and then back to that earlier point like is he from the future does he know what's going on especially at that point where you when you're at like the the, the origin of time or whatever and they recreate the final fight between Sephiroth and when you actually verse him as a person between Sephiroth and Cloud, so happy he didn't use Omni Slash. I'm like, he doesn't know how to use it. Don't use it. Don't use it. Like he's not that good yet. And I'm I'm like, yes, they didn't use it. He he definitely was like Advent Childrening all over the place with his fucking zipping around. I was like, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so happy we didn't see Omni Slash. I was like, we're gonna do this at the end of the game again, and and we're gonna do the same fucking thing. And Cloud's gonna use Omni Slash. Yeah, like yeah. I kind of have to. Yeah. I, I was glad too. They, they didn't put on this much. But yeah, the way he like comes down and like you know he like opens his eyes and like yeah and they land and then they do the like the the, the camera shots and it's like doom 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 like oh so cool. But yeah, like Sephiroth is like seven seconds and he's like like seven seconds to what? Ah man. Apparently in the chapter description, uh, it says seven seconds until meteor hits. Apparently. I, I learned oh. that today, too. I learned a lot of things today that I'm glad I learned about, That's like, <laughs> watching a stream this morning. I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> I, I can't confirm that, but somebody said that, like, in the in the, the last chapter description, so I'll, I'll have to go look at it. It says, like, seven seconds until Meteor hits or something like that. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay. I was like, you know, seven, Final Fantasy seven, like, you know, whatever. I didn't think of anything of it, but I kind of figured that, like, Cloud or Sephiroth was talking to acting you know like as he he had been here before at the end of the game where okay. like that would have been the case but so, that not. Would, so that what makes you believe he's led these past lives or okay yeah i oh. mean like what else could that mean too like it's got him it's got to be some like prophetic thing that he's already seen or been through like why would he just say that to him it doesn't really make any sense in the context of not knowing that you know meteor is crashing into the planet and stuff yeah that's true huh game is a real chin scratcher <laughs> yeah it really is it's so yeah, good there's so more there's a lot more layers to it than i thought well, i mean too. we've been, and we, and we've been talking a bunch of, of story stuff but like this game is truly fucking incredible and I, and like again, we've been like most of this review has been just us talking about the story because it is that good and and like it raises so many questions and it's so complex and and cool and it's just like 
fuck, man. I didn't expect any of this to go this way. I don't think anyone yeah. could have. You know, we I, thought we were really going to get like just a remake of Final Fantasy VII. We're not. We're getting something different. Yeah, I, I, I fully expected to like this game. I didn't expect it to like love it as much as I did. Like I played, right. like I literally, I the first time I played, it was like like at like midnight because I wanted to play with like everyone else because like. I didn't right, like I, right I avoided spoilers. Like I didn't even play the demo. I, I got my did. copy a day early. You know what? Real quick, yeah, to shout out to Square because they fucking went above and beyond to get people their copies. Yeah, like Thank they were just like, part. "We're shipping it early. If you get it, just fucking don't be an asshole." Like, but you know, go for it. I was just like, "Wow!" They really just like they like nutted up and were just like, "We got to send this shit out because we know." people want to play this game and like i i got my copy a, a day early and and apparently you did too so that yeah that's especially with pandemic like right. i'm uh, i'm super excited i was just totally expecting to get it next week if anything yeah i was scared i was like oh i got i got resident evil from amazon on time um like day of not early but like i was just like fuck final fantasies like don't i was like please don't come late and i was just like and i saw they were like tweeting about like okay like we're gonna take precautions to make sure people get their copies and i was like wow i was like thank god yeah um but yeah i was (laughs) sorry i I was no i i think uh uh what was my point uh you got a day early and you wanted to play with everyone at midnight oh yeah so I I played for like three hours, okay. And then I and and then I went to bed after wiping the tears from my eyes, and then <laughs> uh like I spent my Saturday and Sunday playing like the entire game and just uh, yeah and you beat, beat it, it that weekend right I remember you tweeted yeah, about it yeah I beat and I was it, like what the fuck <laughs> yeah I beat it like Monday morning at like no wait no Monday night. I, I spent like 21 hours from Sunday to Monday. To oh Sunday. my god! <laughs> like Saturday, I think was like Saturday was like 16 hours, I think, or something like that. And then the rest was like I just I'm just gonna sit here and play this game. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, like, hey, I like just like Animal Crossing. I think this was a game that came out could not have come out at a better time. Um. pandemic and everything uh i i feel like a lot of people probably gave this game a try when originally they weren't especially in a a time period that was like doom animal crossing um fucking resident evil 3 cyberpunk like avengers like everything was coming out at this time and Mm -hmm. and this q2 was packed like utterly and insanely like holy shit this is insane and then everything either got delayed or pandemic delayed it um and final fantasy 7 like as of recording this of may 3rd is like the last big game to come out i mean and the next one is going to be last of us but for a time it was like last of us was delayed and we didn't know what was going on so final fantasy 7 as weird as it is to say was like the last big title to probably come out for a while but that's not the case anymore um (laughs) Like, how weird is that to even think about? Like, and like Final Fantasy VII, like a game that like really requires time came out at a point where like everyone has time. It's, yeah, it's true. You know, it it broke, it it definitely broke records for Square. This has definitely been the most successful game they put out 
Uh, I know Kingdom Hearts did well, but I don't think it's gonna. It did is this well? Yeah. I don't I, know. I actually wrong. have two questions for you. Yeah. So my first question is. <laughs> I think I know where it's going. <laughs> well, my first question is, what do, you, what was the point in when you were playing the game where you was like, this, this is the game. This is like, this is the Final <laughs> Fantasy VII like that I wanted out of this. You really want that answer? I do want the answer. The opening. The opening? Yeah. That makes sense. I think the like even though I played it in the demo and I saw it like every time I watched that opening, like something fucking happens inside me where I'm just like this Oh, that's is true, it. damn it. Okay. This outside uh, outside of the opening. Like past <laughs> outside of the opening. Like um, I feel like like that's a that's a cop out answer. It is a cop out answer. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to say it. I was just like, "Oh, this is so it's so easy." Um hmm. I'll tell you mine while you think yeah, about it. Yeah, it's hard. I'm trying to think. Go ahead. So for me, it was uh when Cloud was like escaping to go to the train to meet up with Avalanche. Okay. And and he was getting surrounded. And then you hear "Let the battles begin," and then you're just fighting everyone. And then you're fighting like that uh, hound dude, and I'm like, "Yeah, the hound master." Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, "Yo, this is the game that I wanted to play for a while. I love this game." I I really don't like because I, I think it hit me in the beginning, and I didn't think about it after that. I'm trying okay. to think like what was the what was the moment that hit me? I'm trying to fucking think. Um. If you don't have one, it's fine. But I, I, I feel like there is one, and I just can't think of it. I don't. I want to say maybe when you meet, when you get to seventh heaven, and you meet up with Tifa, and then you start, like the game kind of opens up for the first time. Oh. Okay. And I think like like getting more character interaction with Tifa, and like they're seeing each other for the first time in like five years. I think at that point, like something hit me, and I was like this is a different game because that's the first point where the game really deviates from the original okay that's an interesting one <coughs> all right my Excuse second me. question is do you believe this is game of the year yeah <laughs> yeah and i thought you were gonna be like do you like this better than kingdom Hearts 3 and i would have to say yeah Oh wow! I didn't for a, for a lot of different reasons, uh, I think Kingdom Hearts Three is a great game, and clearly Tetsuya Nomura is doing some crazy shit with this game, just like he did with Kingdom Hearts Three. Um, but I think this is like, even though we're not done it yet, this is just much more put together than Kingdom Hearts Three, and it's not it's not a bad thing. I really just think Kingdom Hearts Three. It's just it was too much. Not I don't, maybe that's not the what I want to say. It's too too Tetsuya Nomura. <laughs> like where seven is just enough where it's not going off the deep end. It sure as hell looks like it's gonna go that way. But Kingdom Hearts three like immediately like requires a lot of knowledge to like really understand. And like seven can kind of be that way, but it's not there fully. Um, but it's, it's cool and craziness is easier to grasp than I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is, if that makes any sense. Huh. Okay. 
Yeah. Hmm. And that's kind of hard. This game, like Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts Three, is such a different beast than this, in in a way. Yeah, yeah. I, I it's hard wrong. to compare. I. Uh, so for me, I, I I for me it was like game of the year for me. I'm not sure about yeah. This is people, game of the year for me right now. 100, percent 100 different. Yeah, because I still have to play Cyberpunk. Because I right. thought that was gonna be because I love that who, drama. And who like, knows what's gonna happen this fall, man? Who fucking knows what's still coming out? It's yeah. really hard to even say. And like, I'm avoiding Last of Us Two spoilers. Like the play, uh, I haven't right seen now. anything, which is good. So I I don't know if that'll also be like I just assume that'll be really good too. Last but. of Us Two is gonna be good, but I don't like for me King or Final Fantasy Seven is not gonna get beat out. I, by it. I think so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I didn't. Ex- I did not expect to love it that much. And right. Like, I, I really don't think anyone else was either, because we were yeah. all skeptical. And in, in, no matter w- to what degree, I I really think everyone was skeptical about this game. And everyone, no matter what you think about the ending, everyone came out on the other side, being like, "This was a really good game." Yeah, I agree. And you know, case closed. Whatever you know, the the ending is very divisive, and I think a lot of people are split on it, but. I feel like it, as the game as a whole, people are like, yeah, it was good. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I haven't uh, heard one person say, yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, Donkey. Oh, fuck Donkey. <laughs> I, I watched that video. I was like, this video is fucking trash. I was like, this is a hot take and a half. Like, this is, I, but like a not good hot take at all. Like, I, 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 I watched that video <laughs> and I was just like, you're wrong. You're just I, wrong. I didn't watch it, but I'm like, uh, he's entitled to his own opinion. It's yeah, funny. sure he is. <laughs> it, it was just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, you can disagree with Kingdom Hearts 3 all you want, and I'll kind of be like, all right. I, I like it for very biased reasons, but, like, I get why other people may not like it. But, like, that video, I, so that was the first time I heard somebody, like, trash talk it. I hmm. totally forgot about it, probably because, like, I watched it, and I was just like, later <laughs> that's fair uh but yeah I, I i i think most people will have enjoyed the game i i'm very interested in people who like turn-based combat uh, i wonder if uh they like the game or would have preferred turn turn-based combat more you know th- that's me. hard to say i like turn-based combat and i'm perfectly fine with the way this game is yeah, I've just like I've seen some tweets of people saying they would have preferred turn-based combat. Really? Um, hmm. But yeah, um, and the the one thing that I've seen is that people would uh, one person wanted a more explorable map in terms of like not pathways but more like yeah, uh, t- I, takes, I get it. Yeah, takes sector five, and you know those like. Uh, the corner the corners you can get into like the trash mountains all that stuff mm-hmm. just like remove that gate in terms of like the linearness of it like you can actually move and stuff i think but, i think every game being an open world is not a good thing i'm i'm i i like the linearity of this game i i actually probably prefer it over open world but guess what the world the game is going to open up yeah well, and that's like I, the way i guess be, you know having played the original like i know that so I, I, maybe i'm I judging like it. it differently i i like the linear <laughs> i like the way they made it it's not entirely linear but it 
it it's pathways that show you where you need to go and it's not the worst thing in the world for me Mm -hmm. so yeah one thing i didn't like about this game okay the camera sucks (laughs) oh my god dude the camera's like unbelievably bad i had to mess with the settings so much in order to get the camera to yeah it's it's pretty shitty uh, and it's a that's a that's a that's a that's something I would have pointed out with any game, and I'm not that's not I don't think it's a nitpick by any means, but the camera is not good. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, help no. you sometimes when you're like, oh shit, here we go, Barrett's in my fucking face, and I can't see shit. <laughs> I, I think that is one thing that they need to improve on is the camera. Yeah, and I, other than that, I don't have any negatives. <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, a lot of people thought some of those side quests were fillers, but I like when quests are like that sometimes especially at the beginning of a game when they're very like simple and sometimes they're goofy uh but then like as the game progresses you get more serious side quests and things are a little bit more serious i guess (laughs) you know it's not like oh go find my cats i'm betty (laughs) like you know like that's a goofy side quest and it like i could understand somebody seeing that shit as filler but like i didn't see it as filler but like doing those side quests, like for example, doing all the side quests in chapter three allows you to have that scene with Tifa. Right, and they flesh it's... things out a little bit more about the people of Sector Five or yeah. Sector Seven, and like who and and Wall Market and stuff like that. Like they're there. I don't think it's. I wouldn't say it's filler at all. They're very much just opening what was already really surface level in the original. Yeah. It's side story if you want to explore it. That's pretty much it. Right. And if you don't, you miss out on some stuff like the dress or, you know, what have you. Certain yeah. weapons, rewards. And that's that's any game. So, you know, it's there if you want it, but you don't have to do it. I agree. So, on, on as we're ending, I said it like, I think like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> but I think... If you've never played Final Fantasy VII, the original, and you've beaten this game, and you, you definitely have some sort of interest in it, you should go play the original. Even though it's kind of going to spoil things, I think having the context is going to make you appreciate things, like, on another level. As I'm very much kind of a proponent of that. I like people having, like, having, not the appreciation I do. In a way, that's what I'm saying, but like just kind of like making your experience better, you know? I guess so. I, I don't know. Like, if a person like, uh, like a 14 year old's playing this game and has no idea what the story is about, I don't know if they, I don't know if I would say go play the old one because I really? feel like, I feel like. Like knowing okay, what you, you know, know what? now, I like... think I, I I get what you're saying, and a 14 year old maybe you're right. But as somebody like our age in their 20s, like where like maybe they do have an appreciation for older games, I would. Yeah. So, good point. I mean, like <laughs> even even if you have an appreciation for old games, I feel like if you have no idea of the Final Fantasy VII story about where it goes, about the major things that happen, I would say. If you can still avoid those, I guess. I was going to say, I'm surprised if you don't know. Spoiler alert, Aerith fucking dies, which surprisingly we didn't bring up once. Yeah. Uh, we, but like, we barely even talked about Aerith, which is funny. But um, 
Yeah, like like or like the Zach spoiler. I'd be surprised if most most people don't know. But an Aerith dying is like one of the biggest video game deaths ever. Like yeah. I, I'd be surprised if most like if you don't know that you're insane. Like I don't know how the like, hell you got through this. That's like our generation type. Of <laughs> right. Deal, that's like it. something people just fucking say. Like Aerith killed Sephiroth, and everyone's like, yeah. You know, that's like what what is like some like stereotypical like oh like, uh, like uh Darth Vader's uh spotted, like that's a spoiler everyone knows like that's yeah. a spoiler but everyone knows it it's not really yeah. a spoiler that and I feel yeah. like Sephiroth killing Aerith is that in the video games I guess so yeah everyone knows it I mean if you don't know that that's impressive right that's all uh but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like a you go from the new game to the old game, or because like if you can't wait to find out the story, then yeah, play the old game. Right. That's but, what I'm saying. I feel like there's a lot of questions, and if you want answers, you can go get them in a way. That's true. That's true. And then you have I, this new appreciation for things, and you're looking at it differently. It it could just enhance the experience, which is which was the point of what I was saying. Yeah, I'm, gonna I'm all try. about enhancing experiences. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go back and play Final Fantasy Seven, uh, since like we have like maybe two years with the next. Yeah, one. that's uh, that too. We do have a while. It's not like this game is coming out in a month or so. You know, we could be very far off or not too far off, but not not close enough that you can't fit that replay in or that first yeah, time playing through. Exactly. And it's on. Hey, it's on PC. It's on Xbox. It's on PS4. It's available, which is awesome. It's cool that Square. Hasn't ported all of the Final Fantasies to current gen, but most of the big ones are. Uh, like, like Age just got a remaster. I think the issue where you run into, especially with me, because I want to replay not only the Final Fantasies I haven't played, but like some of the older ones, like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 are not on most current gen. 6 yeah. is on PC, but like 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1 are like only mobile and like DS. I, I was like, just, played, just, I'm like, just port them, please, please. I just do played it. one and two, both are really good. Yeah, um, I, I actually played them on mobile for the first time, like years ago. But like when they first came out on iOS, I that's where I played them. I've never played six though, and I should. And like the Switch, it's a f- perfect fucking place for those games. Perfect. That's perfect. true. <laughs> you can play Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Seven on there too. Like you know, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Um. What was it? Uh, I want tactics back, man. Port it. Just fucking port it. That's all I got to do. I don't need a remake. I just I, I want to play some of those games I've never played. Like, I've never played 5, 6, 8, and 9. All the others I've played. Besides some spinoffs. Like, 4 has, like, three spinoffs. 4 has, like, the after years and something else. Right. But, um, the, yeah, I've never played 8 or 9, and I've never played 6 and 5. And six, I feel like six, eight, and nine are like Final Fantasies where people are like, yo, dude, play those games. Which one was nine again? Uh, it was Zidane and um, Stein, Steimer? Yeah. Yeah, Steimer, the huh. knight. The kid with the tail. And uh, Garnet, she has like a, uh, like a, like an orange jumper. As soon as you'll see, oh, you'll wow. be like, oh. That was yeah. uh, the last one on the PlayStation 1. And okay, then 10 yeah. was on PS2. I have not played that one. Yeah. See? Well, yeah. That's a little like I I didn't have a PS1 as a kid. So. Hmm. And N8 just got a nice little uh, remaster. 
So, you you know, it doesn't look like shit. Apparently, the PC <laughs> port for that is really bad. <laughs> oh, feels bad. Oh. Yeah. Well, the remat, not the old port of the oh, original, okay. not the new just... remastered one. Like, before it was just like they took the oh, game. They, and they just took the game and they shoved it in there. Okay. Right. Like they did with Final Fantasy, but it, it ported a little better. Um, but now they actually remastered it. The textures are all updated and stuff, which is cool because I'm like, yeah. I love new ways to play older games, so it's just like, you know, some games don't age well. Some do. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an old game that aged well. Fallout 3, in my opinion, has not aged well. I've not played a single Fallout game. And I have, like, the first three. See, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't just say go play Fallout 3. I wouldn't do that. I Maybe New Vegas. Yes, but oh, I would I, not. I would not tell you to go play Fallout Three. the 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 combat is like Oblivion combat. Okay, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not a meme like Oblivion is, but it's not. It just it has not aged well. I tried uh, like modding it and playing it on PC, and I was just like, yeah, it doesn't make the combat any better. And it, that really just took me out of it. Okay, but anyway. I think that do you have anything else you want to say before we we uh sign off here? Um there's a lot we didn't talk about in a way. Yeah. Like we didn't talk about Aerith a lot, but like we could be here. Aerith er- like was just like a treasure essentially. Yeah. Uh, and she she knows shit too. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> she knows shit too. <laughs> but I I would just say um if you haven't played this game and but you like storytelling, I would say pick up this game. Yeah. It is is very good in terms of not only the story that it tells, but about the morals of uh, human nature and uh, the planet and, and like protecting environments and things like that and everything in between. Um, and it's, it's just a solid game, in my opinion. And a lot of people probably share that opinion, so... Uh, definitely give it give it a shot. I would say, if you enjoy story. Yeah, I agree. And I like I said earlier, I think the original's worth your time too. If you're really invested in this game, which I feel like you will be by by the time you finish it, um, if you you know if you're still playing it or you know haven't played it or whatever, I don't know why you'd be this far into this. <laughs> you haven't played it. It's but God, God bless. You just got a lot of shit. Tell to your for friends. You. Yeah, there tell you your friends. Anyway, that does it for us here today. Thank you for watching Delco Nerd Network live on Twitch.tv if you did watch it live. If not, you can find it on YouTube.com slash Delco Nerd Network or look us up on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, whatever. Just look us up, Delco Nerd Network. You should find us on most of them. Um, You can find us on Twitter at Delco Nerds. Um, as well as Instagram, and we have a Facebook as well. All that info can be found at www.delcarnernetwork.com. Age, where can people find you? Uh, you it's can, on screen if you're watching the video. Yeah, <laughs> you can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Age Night Road. It's all the same. Um, I kind of want to do like a Guild Wars 1 playthrough again. Oh. Since it's, uh, since it's a Guild Wars 1 anniversary. Yeah, and they, they did a patch for it. Yeah, there's Which a is weird. whole bunch of stuff. So. Yeah, I heard there was drama with that. 
uh, yeah, I, I, don't know. <laughs> I can just there's, tell by the look on your face. You're just like, I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, there's elite skills. There's new weapons. I want them, so I'm just gonna go get them. So yeah, should be fun. Cool. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'll do that, but yeah, just follow me and you'll find out. Cool, cool. All right. Thanks again, everyone, for watching. This has been Gooch. Stay nerdy. We'll see you next time. Let's <laughs> go.